What's up, everybody? I'm Justin Maycat here with my sister, Melissa Matat. Hey, everybody. And we are Room 51, a podcast where we talk about all things board gaming. And today, we're doing a five for five, where we make a top five list in five minutes on a random topic. Melissa, are you ready to select the random topic? I am freaking ready. Here we go. Okay, our topic is... Oh, wow. Okay. Games with exciting finales, or I guess endings. Ooh, all right. Timer started. That does sound interesting. All right. Five minutes are up. We sent each other our lists, ordered them and everything. So I just want to say the way I ordered my list is by how epic I think the finale of the game is. The ending of the game, how like epic are those final rounds, those final moments in the game. That's how I ranked it. So it's not by how much I liked it. It's just how epic I think the game's finale is. That's how I ranked it as well. But they're all games that I love. Yeah, every single one of them, enjoy them a ton. Alright, so my number five is a kind of intro to war game that I love. It's it's not a gateway game, but it's good for if you're looking into war gaming. And that's 1775 Rebellion. It's a war game about the American Revolution, and one player or team plays as the British, while the other plays as the Americans. And the goal is to control the most colonies by the end of the game. And what makes the finale of the same kind of epic for me is that. The game will either end, I believe, by round eight. I might be a little wrong about that, but I believe it's either by round eight or once all players have played a truce card. And the thing about the truce card is when you've played it, it allows you to do a lot of movements usually. So for each army, they have one truce card each and there's four armies. So the truce card will allow for a lot of movements. And that can really turn the tides on how the game is going. And when that last shoe start is played, it might completely change the way the game was looking. And I, I think makes for a really epic finale inside the game. That last shoe start might decide both that the game's going to end now and the person that's winning might completely flip based on what happens during that action. So yeah, I think it's a pretty awesome way to end the game. I think the game overall is really fun, and I find the ending to just be pretty damn epic. All right. Well, my number five was a little bit of a panic pick. I wasn't sure between two games, but I wound up going with this one at the very end uh, because I ran out of time. But I stand by this decision. My number five game is The Mind. It is a little card game where uh, it's deck numbered from one to a hundred and players can't speak with each other. It's a cooperative game and you're trying to place down the cards in numerical order. The problem is you don't know what everybody else has. So it's really interesting, really funny, and it's very, very difficult to win. Now I find it it's super exciting. There's been a couple of times where we've made it up to the last level or one level away from it with one life left, you know, and uh, maybe one shuriken, maybe not. And it gets super exciting at the end there where it's like, can we do it, right? Especially that's when you have even more cards in your hand that you have to get through numerically. And it's just, 
I don't know. I feel a lot of excitement from The Mind, my number five. I do really like The Mind, and it made my short list. I decided not to put it on just because I didn't feel the finale of the game being that epic in particular, but I do feel you. Like, uh, it's a pretty epic one. That was like my number seven, maybe. Uh, I do really enjoy The Mind, though. Way more epic than 1775. Yeah, okay. Uh huh. A war is one in my game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number four is later on Justin's list, so we'll get back to that one. Yes, yeah, so more importantly, my number four. <laughs> <laughs> so now, my number four is Deception Murder in Hong Kong, a little uh, social deduction trader game where one player is a forensic scientist who can't speak, kind of lays out different clues for everybody else to interpret and start arguing on who these clues are pointing to since somebody in the group is a murderer. And the finale of the game is essentially, I mean, it's once somebody decides to take a guess and will officially, like they put in their guess token since you're only allowed to take one guess per player, and they point out which clue cards they think it is of the specific player. If it's a yes, like, oh yeah, you got it right, boom. I think it's already, that right there is epic that they were able to figure it out there on the spot. And then also during the whole discussion phase of just, it, it's like all the discussion throughout the game kind of culminates together whenever the game ends. And then also if the murderer gets away with it without anybody realizing uh, it was them, like that's right there. It's epic. I feel like no matter how this theme ends, it just feels epic. So yeah, I think it's it's a really fun social deduction theme. It's probably my favorite party name, and I think the finale of this theme is just about every single time epic. Yeah, this one slipped my mind a bit. It probably would have hit the list had I, I guess, thought of it. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to not see it on yours. Yeah, I, that one was a little bit of a hiccup for me. All right. So my number three is actually kind of another social deduction game. It's not my favorite. It, like Deception beats it for me, but I still love this game. Uh, but I do find the finale to be more epic in this game, and that's The Resistance. So The Resistance is like we're all you have to go on missions and you have to select a team to go on a mission. And throughout the game, it's like, okay, you only want good, uh, the good guys to go on the mission. The, what are they called? Like, are they called the resistance? And then the spies are the bad people. I think so. The bad people. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you only want resistance members to go on to the mission and you don't want to take any spies with you. So then by the time you hit that last round where it's like, okay, we cannot make a single mistake or we lose the game as the resistance, that creates a lot of tension and argument and discussion. And that's what really makes the game for me. It's those last one or two rounds where it's like, okay, who are we bringing on this mission? Because we cannot bring a single spy. We need to be 100% accurate. So it's extremely exciting, the argument that can ensue and things like that. And I just, I think as far as finales go, this is a very epic finale. Yeah, this is another one that's in my mind. <laughs> I did really well on this list, clearly. All right. Well, 
Anyway, my number three is a cooperative game, another cooperative game, actually, Pandemic. I think that, so this one is sort of like a first love of board games for us. That This is one of those games that got us into the hobby, but it brings intensity in those final moments, uh, especially when it's that sort of do or die moment where either we win with the flip of this card or we lose. And that to me brings an exuberant amount of excitement in those final moments, especially when that circumstance arises. And it happens, I wouldn't say fairly frequently, but more often than you might think. So that's my number three, Pandemic. Yeah, this one might have just not hit my list because of how many times we've played it. It does have an epic finale, though. I guess sometimes it's there's a decent amount of times where I have lost in Pandemic where I felt like I kind of knew I lost for a little bit, so the finale of losing didn't feel that epic. But I agree with the pitch. Like it's It usually does have a bit of an epic finale. See, I never feel like we're completely out of the game in Pandemic. Even if all the odds are against us, I still have that hope. Uh, yeah, you know, that's actually pretty true. I, I Even though I feel like, oh man, our bats are against the wall, it doesn't feel like we're completely out of it. Like, there's no chance yeah. of a comeback. That That's a fair statement. Yeah, actually, this one, eh, I, it would have been maybe like, it would hit my top 10 epic finales. I'll definitely give you that. All right. My number two game. I feel like I mentioned this game on pretty much every list, but I don't care. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> My number two game is Battlestar Galactica, the board game, a social deduction game where some people are Cylons and others are humans. And I guess it becomes sort of a team-based game. And yeah, If this game can hit your list, I feel like you're always going to put it on the list. Like... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so for ba Battlestar Galactica, a lot of times it does come down to that last moment where you're, it's sort of like that pandemic of the do or die with the flip of the card. Same thing with BSG with a roll of the die sort of thing, right? Will the uh, will Galactica jump and make it there successfully on that last jump, right? And you roll the die, you take your chances. It becomes a press your luck game at that moment, and you see what happens. And many times, I'm usually on my feet standing. I think a lot of us are. We're just hovering, standing over the board. And then somebody is cheering and somebody is booing, you know, <laughs> and that is what makes it so exciting for me. My number two, Battlestar Galactica, the board game. A cool thing also about BSG on this list is a lot of times social deduction, a big part of the finale is everybody reveals which side they were on or if they were the traitor. And that's like this, whoa, moment. <laughs> and uh, in BSG, it's like, nope, that happens like halfway through the game sometimes. Yes. Sometimes even a little earlier, maybe a little later. But like, that's not the epic finale of the game. That's true. Uh, and, I actually hadn't even thought of that. But that's yeah, right, yeah. That, that's an, it's an interesting concept in BSG that the game, it's this traitor game that the epic finale isn't even when you unveil it. It didn't hit my list, but like the more I'm thinking about it, the more it might have taken the number five spot. Hmm. All right, though. So my number two, which is Melissa's number four, yep. oh. is a one versus all game. It's not alone, where 
one player plays as a monster and the other one uh the other players are these like survivors that crash onto this planet and the monster is trying to assimilate all the players so the players play locations and the monster tries to guess which locations they went to the locations have different um abilities and such and such and it kind of just goes on like that for uh i forget how many rounds but it's a fairly quick game especially for even you to play up to seven players and the game can go pretty quickly and man does that ending usually get intense i mean a lot of times it'll come down to the last round and if the monster catches one player or it they, like they'll win the game and if they don't catch it they lose the game or it might be that the monster has to catch a specific player so they lose their last will and the monster can move up twice on the assimilation track uh, it's just the ending almost every time is an epic one in that game it really does come down to the wire a lot of times in this game yeah pretty much for all the reasons justin stated about not alone that was my number four choice and yeah, the finale, I, it's just, it's again, it's like, all right, who's going to win? Pretty much by the, the last round, it, it's decided, and it, it gets really, really exciting there. Heart's pumping. I am surprised, though, that Pandemic beat this one out for you. Uh, yeah. I just find Not Alone's ending more epic than Pandemic's ending, for sure. Like I, I personally feel the tension rises more Not Alone at the end. I mean, it wasn't a huge deal. I mean, probably on any given day, it could have swapped for me a little bit, but... Okay. Okay. And now it's time for our number one. Is it me or is it you? I think it's you. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right. My number one is a team versus team game, and it's probably a game that I put on my list a little too much. But man, do I love the ending! I mean, I'm talking about I the I will start off the game completely calm, and then when the end game of portion of this game starts, I'm literally sweating, and it's Captain Sonar, a game where two teams split off, mats of four on each team. And you're both in submarines, and you're trying to blow the other ones up. And when both teams have, like, one hit left, or you're the team that has one hit left, like, whenever it's coming down to, oh, man, somebody can be eliminated, or we both can be eliminated, I'm, t I'm not joking. My palm is sweating. Um, I'm yelling at people. I mean, it's, it really just, it gets so intense and it becomes so epic. And that's something that I think people don't like. Uh, I don't actually yell at people. Well, I try not to. Um, but <laughs> I don't think people like just how intense this game gets. And at the end, it really, you really feel like, oh man, one little screw up, no matter what role I'm playing right now, might end the game and we might lose because of it. And you want to win in that game. Of course, like you want to be chill and you want to have fun, but no, you want to win when you're playing Cats and Sonar. <laughs> it's just such, and that ending, it's like, oh man, we both have one hit left. They know the area we're in, but we're going to have to resurface. Like there's so many aspects of the ending that just that's so intense. So that's why I kind of just, it had to be my number one pick for this list. My number one, Captain Sonar. Yeah, I, I had a feeling you were going to pick this one. This is the one that I went back and forth on because I was like, 
I think that the entire game is exciting, not specifically the finale, if that makes sense. I felt like I feel pretty much the same as I do with the finale throughout the entire game because my adrenaline is just pumping throughout the whole thing, if that makes sense. It does completely because that's why your number one didn't hit my list. That like the exact same reason you just stated is what I was going to explain for why your number one didn't hit my list. Well, then you make no sense because my number one <laughs> is Twilight Imperium 4th Edition. Pretty much every single time we have played this game, it has come down to the very last round and, well, not the very last round, but, or the last round. Okay, let me read No, it, it usually is the last round, yeah. Is it usually the last round? I, well, I think three out of four times it's been the last round. Yeah, the 10th round. Okay, well, either way, it's come down to everyone was in a viable winning position. They, the winner was going to be decided here and now. And it pretty much became who had initiative in order to place their victory point. Yeah. And that is what makes it so exciting. That last round makes it like, oh man, who's got... And then even with the secret objectives, because somebody who is three points down and you know, well, they have a secret objective. Did they complete it? Can they just jump ahead right now? And then it'll happen. And you're just like, oh my God, you know? Um, so... <laughs> that is TI4 for me. I don't feel this huge intensity from like the moment TI4 begins. I feel more of this build up as it goes, which is why it's my number one. I feel this huge arc. It's like a story for me. It's this build up to this final peak moment and then somebody wins, right? Or everybody loses. That hasn't happened to us yet. But yeah. that is my number one, Twilight Imperium, fourth edition. So... I do kind of agree with you, but for me personally, the game is epic and tensions are high for me from the beginning, which is why I felt like it's the it does have an epic finale. And, I, and truthfully, on a different day, it might have actually hit my list. For all I know, I might switch all the way up to number one. I don't think so, though. I think it stays off the list just because of how epic and how much tension I feel completely throughout the game, where the finale of it doesn't like shoot up for me in terms of epicness so it kind of feels like it's this flat level of epicness i mean i love the game i'm not trying to call the game flat i'm trying to just say that because the entire game is epic i don't even feel like the finale in particular is epic it's kind of like how inside for me i feel tension from the moment i start that game so the finale of the game doesn't feel epic to me it just feels like an epic game does that make sense? As opposed to Captain Sonar? Yeah, no, Captain Sonar, I feel tension from the beginning, and tensions rise when it gets closer and closer to endgame. All right, wrong as usual, but that's fine. As normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was another five for five. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Melissa McCack. Let us know what you think. What is your top five games that are that have exciting finales? You've been listening to Room 51. All right. Oh, how do we want to decide who does first? Um, I'm going to flip a card. Heads or tails? Heads. Oh, no. 
I flipped it behind the desk. 